Welcome to the Barry Heart of It, presented by Bariatric Fusion. It's your host, Zach. And today we're joined once again by Megan Kaczynski, the staff dietitian at Bariatric Fusion. Today I we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic, Megan. Thanks for joining us again. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me back on. Two episodes in a row. What are we going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I'm becoming a regular here. Well, we don't mind that at all. So what are we uh, planning on talking about today? All right, everyone. I'm back and I want to talk about the role that protein plays after weight loss surgery. Awesome. That's going to be a great topic. Everyone knows it is pretty important. So let's break it down. Let's go all the way to the beginning. What is protein? All right. So there's three types of macronutrients. There's carbohydrates, fat, and then protein. And these macronutrients allow your body to function properly. So protein is going to be found in your muscles, bones, skin, hair, and essentially every other body part and tissue. It supports skeletal muscle, organs, hormones, and it actually promotes a healthy metabolism. So for protein to be used by the body, it has to be broken down into its simplest form, which are amino acids. And I'm sure everyone has heard this before, but amino acids make it possible for the body to create and synthesize protein. So we call these the building blocks of protein. We don't store amino acids, but our bodies can make them in a few different ways. There are two different groups that they're kind of broken up into. There's essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. To break it down, non-essential amino acids are those that your body can make. And essential amino acids are those that you must consume through foods. So protein is constantly being broken down and replaced. So are all protein supplements the same then? No, not exactly. I wouldn't say they're treated equally and they vary in a lot of different ways. But one of the differences is that there are protein supplements that come from animal sources and there's others that come from plant sources. So you should always remember that quality is what matters, not quantity. Animal proteins usually are going to provide a very high quality product because they are complete proteins. And when I say that a protein is considered complete, it refers to a source of protein that contains an adequate amount of each of the nine essential amino acids necessary for life. And like I said before, those essential amino acids, you must consume through foods or supplements. So there's something called a protein digestibility corrected amino acid score. And that's definitely a mouthful. So we're just going to go with PDCAAS. So this will tell you about the quality of a protein. And I don't know if anyone has ever seen this on a product label before, but the score should be as close to 100 as possible. That's going to mean that you're purchasing a high quality and complete protein with all of those essential amino acids. So supplements and meal replacement shakes derived from whey, casein, and soy are usually the products that have a score of 100. Any more letters in there and I'd be having some alphabet soup. <laughs> that is very true. Now, Megan, you know I'm a bariatric patient and a lot of our listeners are bariatric patients as well. What protein sources should we be looking for as bariatric patients then? Zach, that's a great question. So I'll just give a little background of each because there's a lot of options out there. 
Also, the different sources of protein on the market are all based on what you're looking for and quality. So not necessarily one better than the other, but there's different positives and negatives to each that you have to look for what is perfect for you. So I'll start with whey. Whey protein is one of the milk derivatives that's left behind during cheese manufacturing. So this would be considered one of our animal source proteins. Whey protein is soluble and it's easy to digest and better absorb by the body. So there's different forms of whey that you may consistently see on the shelves, such as whey concentrate and whey isolate. But there's a difference between the two. So whey concentrate goes through processing to remove water, some lactose, and some minerals, while there's whey isolate that goes through processing to remove a significant amount of fat and lactose. Isolate has a concentrated amount of protein in a smaller serving, so it's about 90% protein. And due to the significant removal of lactose, lactose intolerant individuals usually can tolerate these protein products, which is a great product for bariatric patients because of different issues that they might have with lactose after surgery. So if you're looking then for a vegetarian option, there's also the plant source proteins out there, and I would usually recommend soy protein. So this is a protein source from plants, like I said, that has been found to have around the same quality level as animal protein sources when we're referring to that PDCAAS scale. It's another great option for patients who are lactose intolerant. So similar to whey protein, soy protein is broken down into those different forms due to processing. So soy protein isolate is going to contain the highest concentration of protein when compared to other forms of soy. There's also no cholesterol in this type of product, and there are also some claims out there that it can reduce the risk of some chronic conditions like heart disease and osteoporosis. But there's a wide variety of options out there, so I can understand how confusing it may be to walk into a store and see a bunch of different supplements And another big confusion comes about when you're looking at the difference between protein supplements and protein meal replacements. You can go into a store and see those different labels or online, and you could see protein supplement or protein meal replacement or just protein shake or protein booster. I've seen all these different words on packaging. What is the real difference between protein supplements and those protein meal replacements? All right, so they're definitely different. So protein supplements are only going to offer some extra protein in the diet, and they can be found in forms like powders and even as pills, but they usually do not include any other added vitamins and minerals other than what is provided by the protein source, which would be calcium if the protein source is whey. Um, A protein meal replacement is going to provide more than just the protein while still controlling the amount of calories you're consuming to mimic a small meal that includes high protein, fiber, and essential vitamins and minerals. And they usually include an amino acid profile that makes it a complete protein, as I was talking about before with all those essential amino acids. So both supplements can be used by bariatric patients, and they're both going to play their own role in helping you to achieve higher protein intake after weight loss surgery. It's all based on your decision and what you're looking for, 
But protein supplements are great to reach that daily protein goal without taking in any additional calories, fiber, or further nutrients. And they're that quick pick-me-up for those with low protein intake. And then the protein meal replacements, like I said, going to provide more calories than a protein supplement, but they also provide a wide array of benefits, like allowing you to become more accustomed to smaller portion sizes and supplementation of a meal that's lower in calories, fat, and carbohydrates, but also with the perks of high protein. So a meal replacement might also be recommended by a doctor or dietitian through a weight loss program. Obviously, protein has its benefits. What role does protein specifically play in bariatrics then? Right. So protein is going to be one of the top priorities you should be thinking about after bariatric surgery. And I'm sure you've heard it from surgeons, dietitians, all of the above. Protein is right at the top. That's because it helps with the healing process. It even promotes a healthy metabolism. It prevents hair loss. It supports immune function. It helps you feel fuller longer, and it helps to maintain and even build muscle mass that tends to be depleted after weight loss surgery due to that restriction of food and or malabsorption. So with extreme weight loss, if protein's not consumed in high enough amounts, after bariatric surgery, then the body will break down lean muscle mass to compensate, which is not a good thing. So lean muscle mass and metabolism can go hand in hand. And what I mean by this, and I'm going to try to make it as not complicated as possible, but your body needs energy for all functions when you're at rest. So metabolism can be affected by the amount of calories your body is burning for energy to carry out these basic functions. So when you have higher amounts of muscle mass in the body, the muscle tends to burn more calories than fat tissue does. So muscle can be a very important factor in weight loss. Physical activity and metabolism are a few of the factors that affect how many calories you're burning throughout the day. And knowing that lean muscle burns more calories than fat, we now know that if we're losing that fat, muscle, and all of the above because of bariatric surgery, then it's important to keep up with regular protein intake for the body. So weight loss is all based on being in a constant caloric deficit where you're burning more calories than you're taking in. And when your muscle mass decreases, so does the rate at which your body is burning those calories. So this can change whether or not you're still in a caloric deficit, and it can result in those weight plateaus that people hear about, or even slight weight regain. But proper protein intake can help to maintain this lean muscle and promote increase in muscle mass while also supporting that healthy metabolism. So make sure you're being monitored by a dietitian if you're going to decrease your caloric intake to be in that deficit, because a dietitian can help to ensure that you're taking in enough calories to support your body functions, and they can also individualize a diet plan for you to make sure you're also getting enough of that protein. So what is enough of that protein? Like, What is the recommended amount after we've had weight loss surgery? Obviously, we have reduced stomach sizes with the different surgery options, what do we need to take? All right. Well, it's pretty high up there. So 
Well, the recommendation for protein after bariatric surgery ranges from 60 to 80 grams, depending on the type of surgery you had, your gender, age, weight, and so on. So there's a lot of factors to it. This is just a generalized recommendation after bariatric surgery, but some individuals may require more or less depending on the procedure, like I said, or how the body reacts after weight loss surgery. So the American Society for Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery, or the ASMBS, as some people might know it by, is an organization that produces specific requirements for micronutrients, which are vitamins and minerals, and macronutrients like fat, carbohydrates, and protein that we're talking about after bariatric surgery. This is important to know because it explains why those bariatric-specific multivitamins are such a big deal and additional supplements are recommended because these supplements usually follow the ASMBS guidelines and offer higher levels as well as the most bioavailable forms of vitamins and minerals for after bariatric surgery. Now, how am I supposed to get that much protein in a day? All right, Zach. So 60 to 80 grams of protein can seem like a lot to some people that weren't really focusing on their protein intake before. But the idea is to consume protein at each meal. So it's going to be very important to make protein the first thing that you eat at each meal and for every snack. All right. Well, you've been talking about a lot of different supplements, but Am I just limited to shakes to get my protein in or are there foods that I can eat? No, you definitely can mix it up. You can get it through shakes and from food sources. So you should definitely consume a variety of animal and protein sources in your diet. So these sources could include lean meat, seafood, poultry, low-fat dairy, eggs, beans, and even tofu. So it can be difficult changing your diet habits after surgery it's probably going to help to keep a food log to track your intake of protein in the beginning until you kind of get a feel of things. If you find yourself constantly hungry throughout the day, try eating some of those protein-rich foods and or supplementation during each meal, like a protein shake, because protein is such a great source to make you feel fuller, quicker, and longer. Awesome. Now, can you share what kind of protein supplements that Bariatric Fusion has to offer? Yeah, so Bariatric Fusion offers high-protein meal replacement shakes as well as protein bars with the highest-quality whey protein isolate. So the meal replacement shakes are going to contain 27 grams of protein along with those vitamins, minerals, fiber, and even that full profile of essential amino acids that we're looking for. So there's multiple flavors to choose from, as well as two flavors for the protein bars, which is the chocolate fudge and chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter, definitely my favorite, Zach. There are so many great flavors. And, you know, I heard that they have a wonderful strawberry banana that just came out not too long ago, which is really popular. Now, Megan, why don't you give us a quick recap before we close out today? All right. So... Let's just go back over everything a little bit. Protein is a macronutrient found in essentially every body part and tissue. Amino acids are the building blocks of these proteins. There's animal protein sources and there's also plant protein sources. And you want to find one that's high quality with a complete amino acid profile. Whey protein isolate has a significant amount of fat and lactose removed. So that's going to be 
the good option for a lactose intolerant individual. It also has a very high concentration of protein in a small serving. Protein supplements differ from protein meal replacements because the protein supplements are solely protein and meal replacements are going to mimic a calorie-controlled meal. Protein is also important in bariatrics because it maintains and helps to build that muscle mass that you need. And the recommendation is 60 to 80 grams of protein daily. You're going to make protein first on your list, and you can get it through sources like lean meat, seafood, poultry, low-fat dairy, eggs, beans, and tofu. And also check out Bariatric Fusion because they have a wide variety of protein meal replacement flavors as well as protein bars that can help you reach that goal daily. Well, thank you, Megan. As always, very educational, and I'm glad that that's part of your mission at Bariatric Fusion is to educate bariatric patients about the different lifestyle changes as well as just good information to know. So thank you. You are very welcome. I hope that I will be back on again to share more information. Of course you will. And uh, thank you for helping us get to the very heart of it.